Welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Jessica. I'm Lindsay. And welcome to episode 20 of Adam's Rib. We're doing this. We are at episode 20. Let me just first take a second to say what a blessing. Like, you can really tell. I want to first, Lindsay, thank you for wanting me to be a part of something so fantastic, Aww. so dynamic, so awesome. Like, girl, you act like we won a Grammy. Girl, about to say, like, this is something dynamic. I mean, for real. <laughs> Me and God have talked about this. Yeah, well, this you've been going, an awesome co This is going so big. So. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yes, I, I just, I'm really, it's been quite an honor and a pleasure to work alongside of you and to make Adam's Rib what it is so far. So, and it's only going to get bigger. Yes. And listeners are followers our friends at family thank you all so much for being so supportive like i don't know if we've been able we would be able to pull off something of this nature without all your love and support yeah. so thank even you the guests so we've had on yeah thank you our to guest all speakers guests. like we've you guys have all been Kevin, so amazing Brent, brandon alicia everybody yeah <laughs> like you guys have been amazing so thank you so much so today we're doing another hot topic <laughs> by request by request and of course we have our main man b in the studio with us again. Hello. What up, B? Hey, Brandon. <laughs> so, hot topics, people. Brandon, what you got? What's All burning right. in your heart? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? All right, drum roll. This Bruce Jenner mm. situation. Oh, Caitlin. Bruce, Bruce. Look. <laughs> Look, his mama called him Bruce. I'm going to call him Bruce. Bruce. Okay. (laughs) But what's interesting to me about this whole entire situation, like the entire world broadcasted this thing when we have other people around the world who are making accomplishments, huge accomplishments around the world, but this situation is being broadcasted Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Now, granted, that's his life his whatever it that's his life whatever he wants to do i get that that's fine but at the same time i feel like something in this type of situation especially if it started in an unnecessary matter i don't know the the backstory of bruce's entire life i mean i saw bits oh, I and pieces it it. i, I saw a bit you know, i'll be on my celebrity guys been talked I, about yeah. it a lot <laughs> yeah i've been i only seen bits and pieces of the interview interview but from that what he did, that he did with was diane sawyer yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah yeah but what i caught is just it was just interesting to see how much praise he was receiving for something that that in reality it ends up being so wrong right you mm-hmm. know and it's just like people are making this thing a major issue but when you see in this whole situation of the isis and people who are trying to live for christ dying Mm -hmm. they're making a mockery of it Mm -hmm. so you know it's just like what is it about this situation that is making everything such a big deal and such a support system for this in reality we know that it's not the right thing to to deal with i think it's been so supported because now that 
living the homosexual lifestyle is now basically accepted. You know, you see gay couples on TV now, movies. It's never, never would have been accepted, you know, years ago. But now that people are more open to it and things like that, and they're not being nearly as discriminated against, which I think is wrong. I don't think they should be discriminated against. You know, mm-hmm. they're people. God loves them just like he does everyone else. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason why it's just so celebrated is that there's a lot of people out there that I'm sure identify with Bruce who unfortunately are going through the same things that he's going through. They, they've born a man, but they think they're a woman, born a woman, but they think they're a man and things like that. And so being that he is a public figure in two different generations, way back in the 70s, 80s, and yeah. even with our generation, I think, you know, I, I won't say I hate to say it, but I think he may actually, I won't say help a lot of people, but I feel like there's probably people in that situation, but they live in communities where they are unfortunately being talked about, discriminate, discriminate against, being talked about so poorly, they may even be suicidal. That just makes my heart bleed yeah. because... I feel like a lot of these people, they want to do right, but they can't. Or, you know, maybe they they really don't want to live that way, but they just want to be accepted. And, I mean, you know, this is Adam's rib, so we stand on firmly what we believe. But at the same time, you know, I don't want to see anyone hurting, you know. I just kind of have a bleeding heart, and I don't agree with what Bruce is doing. I I don't personally don't agree with it. But I think the reason why it's celebrated is because the fact that, now, especially in this country, it is celebrated. Yeah. You know, you have parades and everything for this yeah. now. Like all over the place. So, okay, my stance is a little different. It's not all the way different, but it's a sort of different. And so y'all rock with me for a second because I don't <laughs> want y'all to think or be confused about where I stand on the whole, like, I don't, I, I as a Christian do not support homosexuality, but I have a but. Um, is Bruce Jenner brave? Sure he is. Because this was a man man back in the 70s. Right. He was it. This was the man. <laughs> like, this was an Olympic medalist. He was known for his athletic ability. He had these babies. He was married to all these beautiful women. This was a man. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. <laughs> so then all these years later, 2015, I mean, my God, you were all over national TV for a whole, like, it seems like ten almost years? 10 years yeah. with, 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 the, with the Kardashians. Kardashians. Yeah. So you've gone a decade with this, like, over popular family, the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. You now have all this fame just from being a, attached to them. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, here's this huge announcement that you have been battling with something internally all your life practically mm-hmm. at least all the like all the time that we have known Bruce Jenner now again i do not so i do not support or agree with what he's doing but it's kind of like what lindsay said he's in some very awkward way it's 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 kind of like a a support thing mm-hmm. for a lot of people who struggle with this now mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of people that are listening, like thinking, well, as Christians, you shouldn't even be able, you shouldn't even say that. But here's something that a lot of people as Christians lose sight of. We are not ones to judge. Mm-mm. I'm not judging that man. He can do whatever he wants to do. If he wants to wear lipstick and a dress, do you, boo. Doesn't mean that I'm going to go and put on boxers and right. <laughs> bind, bound my, 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 my body parts down mm-hmm. and act like I'm a dude. No, I like being a girl. <laughs> 
But so I don't I don't support what he does, but it's also not my place to judge this man. No. It's not my place to tell say what he deserves, what he doesn't deserve. It's not my place to say that he's going to hell. It's not my position to say any of those mm-hmm. things. And we as Christians, we get a little high and mighty sometimes because we don't we, know his salvation. Right. I don't know what that he man can change does. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> he, he could pray every day as yeah. far as I know. Read the Bible, all that. But and then but it's somewhere in his head, his lifestyle to him is acceptable mm-hmm. so it's not for me to say now nah, you doing it i'm not doing that yeah. to bruce you do you bruce yeah and i'm gonna do me but so kind of like to brandon's point you know the fact that he said that these things going on like in israel jerusalem wherever other countries are being mocked i mean this was predicted yes. <laughs> this yes. was predicted in the bible yes. and i feel like the reason why these things these other things aren't coming to light as big as bruce's things are is because of the fact that people just don't care you know, unfortunately, like people more so care about things that really don't matter as opposed to things that do matter. Yeah, sadly. And I mean, I think a lot of it has mm-hmm. to do with revenue. I mean, oh, no, yeah. no, Rev- no shade on the ISIS issue because personally, to me, I'm more interested in that than yeah. I am about Bruce mm-hmm. wearing a dress. But what's gonna make what's gonna make the U.S. more money? Yeah, Bruce wearing a dress. Yeah, not what's going on in, with these ISIS. The yeah. situation and Bruce and forgive me I know but I like you know y'all know I'll be on my celebrity issues <laughs> I'll be in the know but Bruce this actually did come about so Bruce has been married three times mm-hmm. his first wife I don't think you know anything was like coming to like fruition or whatever his second wife I okay I take the back his first wife I think he told her like hey I'm interested in wearing your dresses and that didn't work out the second wife he then eventually actually did start taking the estrogen or whatever he was taking and things like that and that people were noticing, like, man, Bruce is changing. But back then, you didn't have all these reality shows. You didn't have the internet. You didn't mm-hmm. have any of that back then. So mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't know about it. You had to, like, really be reading the magazines to yeah. actually be aware of that. Yeah. And so when he got to Chris, I think he was doing the estrogen or whatever it was for, like, five years. And he stopped for whatever reason. Then we he got with Chris. I don't think she knew. It's, like, well into the marriage. It's a mm-hmm. well way after she had Kylie and Kendall mm-hmm. and all that. And then once he told her is when the marriage started really going, going downhill. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people, I just actually read this part of his little story that with the second wife, she was pregnant with a daughter, mm-hmm. one of his daughters. And he actually asked her to have an abortion because I didn't know that. Yeah. He asked her to have an abortion because he had already at this point had put it out there. At least she found out the second wife found mm-hmm. out or whatever, however that worked about this, this struggle that he was having. Yeah. Well, at that time, she found out she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so because of whatever conflict with him, he felt like it wasn't right for her to have this baby or he didn't think because that he, he didn't felt agree. Like he was a woman. Well, yeah, what? I guess <laughs> I thought he was. Gonna, I guess he thought he would struggle raising her. But he already had kids. I, I know. Oh, but weird. when he had the kids before he had them boys, <sighs> yeah. it was just like, I don't know, Bruce, <laughs> our prayers are with you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> We're praying for you, buddy. Yeah horrible it's just horrible i just feel like in the situation like i get it i i I don't support it either but you don't know his pain prior to the change Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like you may not know what has happened to him privately or 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 coming up in his life to make him come to that point period you Mm -hmm. know you just don't know and we're throwing pointing fingers talking about this i support it oh man or i'm it's either i support it or i'm bashing him all the way right. but at the thing at the end of the day out of all of this 
we're too busy casting the first stones, mm-hmm. but we're and we're throwing the information out as, as if we don't have issues ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's something that I also noticed about it. Like I said, I don't support it, but I know that when it comes to certain situations like this, there's always something where there's an action, there's a reaction. Mm-hmm. So I feel like something in his life has caused him to have a shift in his mind to come to this point, mm-hmm. you know, prior to being exposed or prior to prior to uh, going to his first wife about the dresses and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Something has happened in his life, but that kind of comes to, uh, you know, think about it. What are we doing as as people to keep that situation from happening to anybody? Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's probably people out in the world that are doing it way more uh, fashionable, or way more flashy than Bruce Jenner right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, RuPaul. <laughs> plenty of people. Got a whole show for yeah. them. Right. right, they do have a whole show. Yeah, oh, RuPaul's oh, yeah. Drag Race. I, that, yeah, yeah. yeah but real. I mean, but at the end of the day, what? what love lost have they dealt with prior to that? Right. And that's why I say as Christians, it's more or less our place to pray for these people and not judge them. I'm not going to take time out of my day to talk about that. Bruce talk about Bruce going to hell. It's Mm -hmm. not my place to do that, but I can lift up a prayer for Bruce for for whatever he's struggling with, whatever hurt he's dealing with Mm -hmm. or dealt with in the past. I can say a prayer for my guy, but I, after that, I, his life is his life and I'm not the, I'm not going to take on the position to judge his salvation. Mm-hmm. And that's not my position. And that's why I urge Christians pray more and judge less. Yeah. Like know your role. Yeah. So Y'all, we could talk about this all yeah. day. Let's, let's change it me? up. Yeah. Uh, me, okay. Let's go for it. Okay. We're going to, we're going to switch it up. Cause we could talk about Bruce all day. <laughs> As we just say, we should talk about, let's pray for. we should stop and pray now. Okay. And then switch it up. <laughs> but anyway, so I've always been curious to know, and I think I kind of noticed noted this in the hot topics part one episode is you have joe austin's church huge mega church someone someone look up the numbers of how how many members he has in this church for me real quick while i talk about this joe austin's church it's in houston texas what's the name of his church um uh, oh mm-hmm. nobody knows the name of his church all right cool nope so then you got <laughs> oh wait i do i do you know. got td jakes's church mm-hmm. also in houston huge mega church as well Potter's well, House is yep, Potter's that's House. Potter's House is T.D. Jakes. But Joe Austin Church, I know uh, Austin anyway, Church. we're going to find what out. What I want to know Church. is, and me and my dad actually have had this conversation. They somewhat come from similar backgrounds. Joe Austin's background, I believe, is Baptist. I believe Lakewood. His, Lakewood. Lakewood. Yes. yes. I believe Joe Austin's dad, who was a pastor of Lakewood, was Baptist. But I think Joe Austin now might be non-denominational. T.D. Jakes obviously is an apostolic preacher. How is it and why is it that... Joel Austin has has such a diverse church following and T.D. Jakes doesn't. You know, how is it that T.D. Jakes got to be on Time magazine, the cover of it, and Joel Austin was it? You know, I'm just kind of curious to know hmm. what draws people to these particular pastors. Is it cultural thing? Is it their styles of preaching? They're preaching out the same book. You know, they're teaching the same thing. You know, I love Joel Austin. Yeah. I love T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. I love them both. I listen to their podcasts. I got their CDs. I, if they came to my city, I will go see them. I really like Absolutely. them both. Absolutely. And so it's really just a matter of maybe, like, personal preference. I don't know. What, well, do, what do y'all think? Well, I I love T.D. Jakes. Like, the stuff that he taught throughout the years has helped me get over battles 
and things that I've dealt with in my life personally, you know, and I, and I, I really like Joel Austin too. You know, uh, I think looking at that, I think it's just more so of what they do behind the scenes, which allows them to go into the areas that they are in right now. Like I think because, cause you know, TD Jakes, he's like, he deals with like, the government and deals with like other conferences and like aiming for the high archy uh, positions of the world and things like that. Yeah. But versus Joel Austin, he has a more global um, uh, assignment, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. he has a more global assignment as far as what he deals with and how he talks and how he teaches, you know, and, and who he surrounds himself with and, and you know, how he presents himself. Yeah. Um, I looked up those numbers. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got curious. Mm-hmm. So it says that the average number of, of attendees to the Potter's House, T.D. Jakes Church, is about 17,000. Okay. okay. But the average attendance to Lakewood, which is Joel Osteen's church, is about 43,500 weekly. That's because he has a stadium. He does. He, he and, like, and he only has, like, one service. The Potter's yeah. House has, like, three services. It, it I, I would hope he had one service. Like, Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> like he has, a, like, a small football field for real. Because I was reading that T.D. Jakes's Potter's House has 30,000 members, mm-hmm. but uh, Joel Osteen has about... 44,000 members. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like the 44,000 members attend so, every Sunday. <laughs> Sunday yeah. And then TD Jakes, about, you know, a third of those attend mm-hmm. each service on that side. So they, interesting. So they basically have the same amount. So here's what I, my, my thought. Um, I think that when it, it, Brandon actually said, or one of y'all said it, somebody said it, <laughs> personal preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally am a person, I like them hooping, hollering preachers. I do. I like I like those preachers who just I mean give me give me biblical backing, give me teach me something. But when it feels good to you, go ahead and holler about it. I'm fine with that. I like that. You yeah. know, my pastor sweating, spitting. Yeah, my pastor he a country boy. You can tell he from the, he he tells everybody he grew up in Mobile, Alabama, mm-hmm. and you can just tell through his preaching yeah. style that he grew up mm-hmm. in southern in a Baptist mm-hmm. community. And you could tell he's from the South. But I like that. My dad is a minister. A lot of people don't know that. But, you know, my father is a minister. My father, same thing. Now, on the flip side of that, which, again, a lot of people have that preference, but a lot of people don't. Now, the flip side of this, Joel Olstein, this man can talk in this quiet, monotone (laughs) voice. This is my Bible. America. But I Stop promise it, you that man will say something in that little voice and it will move me to tears yes. because Joel Osteen to me can get you in the heart. Mm-hmm. T D Jakes gets you in your gut, gets you in your spirit, gets that Holy Ghost riled up in mm-hmm. you. He gets you shouting and, and moving around the kitchen because like I I'm a, I watch both of them. I YouTube them frequently, both yeah. both men. Um T D Jakes had me shouting in the kitchen washing dishes mm-hmm. Joe Olstein had me take sit down rocking crying a little right. bit like oh <laughs> you better, yourself I, I understand <laughs> Mr. Olstein like, I, hey, I, I get it oh my god <laughs> oh I need to do better <laughs> Joe will have you thinking yeah, he will convict you hard yes he will convict whereas you whereas Joe Olstein have you just think like hmm, hmm. he gives you options it's yeah. like all of a sudden now you just feel like okay I need to get a book yeah. I need to write this stuff down I need to make plans and I think the huge difference Joe Olstein's coming across as a motivational speaker or yes. like a mentor yes tj's comes across as like i'm preacher. gonna go see pastor yeah that's a preacher <laughs> 
preaching without the R, pastor. Yeah, pastor. U H. Yeah, he preached. You know what I mean? So, I, I and again, I think it just it goes back to just a personal preference. Some people don't need all that hooping and hollering to really mm-hmm. receive from God. Some people just need that talk mm-hmm. and just feel like they're sitting me. with someone and just talking to somebody. But there are other people I don't know some necessarily need the hooping and hollering. I like it though. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's a preference. But there are some people who won't really get it if there's not all that extra. I, don't forgive me, y'all. When I say dramatics, I don't mean that preachers are being dramatic, mm-hmm. but they sometimes need that extra. Oomph. They yeah. need that loud. They need that that jump. That they need that rev mm-hmm. in their in their spirit. And so I think it just boils down to what do you want? Right. What do you, what's, what moves you? Yeah. So mm-hmm. what you got, Jess? Girl. So about these reality shows, these quote unquote Christian reality shows, I'm not a fan personally. One show in particular that really bugs me is the Preacher's Daughter show. <laughs> I don't, a I don't lifetime. Seen that yeah. I'm not a fan. So part of the reason why I'm not a fan is because I too am a Preacher's Daughter, um, and this show, in my opinion, like really like heightens the stereotype of the preacher's mm-hmm. daughter. So what's the stereotype? Stereotype is preacher's daughters were wow. Mm-hmm. We we wow out, we do stuff, we sneaky, sheltered. we right. Because we live such sheltered lives, we sneaky and we allegedly. do this, we do that, right? <laughs> allegedly. But here's the thing. Did I do some wild stuff in my past? Sure I did, but did it have anything to do with my daddy being in the pulpit every Sunday? Absolutely not. I had two kids. My dad had nothing to do with that. That was me, my choice. It was a mistake. Sure it was, but I cannot go back and say, well, it's because my daddy was a preacher. (laughs) No. If anything, it's the only reason why I should have had two kids. But, you know, this show, this show, like, literally gives all this, it it fuels the stereotype. I mean, these little girls are on these shows wilding out. You got them getting drunk every weekend like the last season i watched it was this one particular young lady do not remember her name but like she was getting kicked out of her apartment and mm-hmm. had to keep moving back in it how at home had her daddy they lived in new orleans mm-hmm. had her daddy picking her up off of uh, out of the french quarters and because mm-hmm. she's drunk and she's wasted and Good she's Lord. passed out on the side of the street now why would you want to even associate that though with yeah that's like that's what, that's what we, they as, show on this show. That's what they show on this show. Like they had another young lady And their parents allow them to be filmed and stuff? What does that do now, for your church? They're, they're exposing I, it, the church. They're exposing yeah. the church. They're getting their church attention mm. because they're greedy now. They they I, so when y'all I say expose, I'm thinking they're exposing them in a bad way, which they are. No. I didn't think about good exposure. They're exposing like, oh, I want to go to that church. Why would I go want to go to that church? Here's now? my <laughs> issue with it, because I feel like the parents are exploiting their daughters to yeah. get their church attention. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so wrong. Mm-hmm. There's the one little girl, she would sneak out and be throwing on booty shorts to go to these hotel parties with all these boys mm-hmm. and, and then she bring home the thugs. I brought <laughs> home a thug, but it had nothing to do with my dad. I brought <laughs> home a thug because in the time, in the moment, I thought I liked thugs. Period. <laughs> it had nothing to do with my dad. Like my my dad had absolutely nothing to do with all the issues that I dealt with. But then the show, you have the show who goes and they fuel it. And then yeah. I, I really struggle with the parents who agreed to this. There's no way. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm not a preacher, but I mean, it's close enough. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way yes. I'm agreeing to my kids being no. filmed acting a fool. First of all, you represent me. Right. So if you on national TV showing your town, 
you got me to deal with and I am not going to deal with you nicely mm-hmm. I'm not signing off on that I don't care how big the check is there's no yeah. check there's no amount of money like there's no amount of exposure yeah and then it's your kid is at that it's your daughters mm-hmm. I'm not doing that I'm not I'm not doing now, that. I'm guilty of feeding into the the preachers of LA show no Lord. and preachers of Detroit no. I like it I do uh. don't ask me why yeah. now I don't necessarily <laughs> agree with all this stuff and I don't know if some of y'all seen it but some of these things like oh lord but I will say such as preachers of LA those two two preachers in particular there was one of the preachers was white and then there's this other guy I feel like they truly use that platform for good yeah they truly use them sh- using that platform showing them actually going out into the streets actually trying to save lives bring them to the church Mm -hmm. things like that now other people i won't name Mm. no names but i'm sure we Mm. know who we're talking about i think use it for different purposes (laughs) and things like that but in a way i almost glad they do it because now i think it shines light into areas like man you living like that and i've been following you as my pastor let me reevaluate where i'm spending my time in in my home church so in a way i kind of like the fact that they're exposing some of these things Mm -hmm. but in a way it's kind of like okay why are you why are you really on there well and you know what's funny we were just talking about td jakes and td jakes did an interview and he said there's no way i would ever get on a show like yeah i've seen that yeah and you know the other ministers on that Mm -hmm. show took offense to it but no i'm with t i'm with Mm -hmm. td jakes i understand what he's saying because here's the thing when the, when and I'm not doubting any of them and their calling mm-hmm. and their position in ministry. Not saying that you don't have that, right. but what I'm saying is, how low are you willing to get to expose yourself as the minister? Yeah, sure. T D Jakes don't have to do all that. None of that, and, he and he's making him. more money than you. He's got yeah. more stuff than you. Well, Noel Jones is pretty big, but <laughs> he is. He is still ain't like big as T D Jakes. Right. So. <laughs> and I like Noel Jones yeah. now. Granted, well, because Noel Jones used to come to Indianapolis yeah, back in the that day. That was my guy. And I still, I still watch a lot of his old sermons. Mm-hmm. Now I might look at Noel just a tad bit a little differently now that that show came out. Mm-hmm. Not much. This other ministers on there that I look at a whole lot more differently. Yeah. But you know, I just wh- to what depth are you willing to go just to expose yourself exactly. as the preacher? Not so much you're not exposing the ministry so no, much. No, at all. Because I a lot of those preachers, like I've caught a few episodes of the Detroit the preachers mm-hmm. of Detroit. I'm sorry, but I didn't see nothing about a real message in any of no, that. No, at all. Was I supposed some, to get someone fed on there? I feel like was I just trying to use that platform for like women's rights or women's movement or something. Uh, yeah. Like that. The other one I think just wanted to be like pastor slash politician of detroit it's girl, just like yeah <laughs> i mean now dorinda clark cole is on that show which that's my girl woo, woo, dorinda mm-hmm. um i think if i had to say that anybody on that show maybe took the back seat mm-hmm. maybe she was yeah. maybe the most toned down one mm-hmm. but i mean no shade dorinda i love you but it makes me wonder sometimes like did she agree to be on the show because she had an album that needed some attention? Yeah. And, like where, and now she's putting her in position to be associated with them who are on yeah. the show using it for evil or whatever. Exactly. So I just, it just, I just start to question your motives when you agree mm-hmm. to do shows like this. Yeah. And then when you get on the show, how you're acting. That one guy, the one minister that you speak of, uh, I don't remember his name, but the white guy mm-hmm. on L.A., I liked him. Yeah. He's the only one that would actually give me a reason to watch that show. Right. I mean, this man was ministering to, to drug addicts, mm-hmm. and he was ministering to homeless people. He was taking these people into the church, into and church. he was helping these people. Yeah. That is true ministry. Right. Getting on there, talking about your baby mama issues, mm-hmm. your... How you trying to live your with your girlfriend, fornication you issues, marry yes. your be- getting married in the backyard because <laughs> you just need to hurry up and Brandon get this over done. Brandon over here What up, Brandon? <laughs> I just... I... I... I okay. Let me rephrase. I just have a bad taste 
for shows like this because mm-hmm. kind of go back to what Jessica was talking about. Like, how low are you willing to put yourself out there to advertise? Like, mm-hmm. notice that throughout the season of the shows, majority of the issues didn't come out of the church. It didn't come based off of something of their of their role. Mm-hmm. It was just more so of stuff that they had to deal with and they wanted to use it's like they wanted to use the leverage of what they were dealing with to try to get that to put them on a higher pedestal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do I want to put my stuff that I deal with at home that is supposed to be at home mm-hmm. out in the open? It doesn't make sense to me. Like Mm-mm. if I'm disciplining my child for a reason, it's for a reason. It's not for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Like, do all this. Like, like, okay, prime example. On Facebook and other social media, you see these pit, these little videos as of late of these parents shaving these kids' heads mm-hmm. uh, because of other situations, because either they messed up in school or something happened mm-hmm. or whatever. And they use that social media to try to get, to try to get attention and to approve that. Like, at the end of the day, what happens in my home? It's for stays in my home. Kind of like when we had the episode of dating part two, when Mm -hmm. I said like what happens in my relationship stays in my relationship. Mm -hmm. I see this platform as the same way. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I see it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they think that what they're doing is, is helping others, but the way you going about putting it out there, it's not helping me at all. Do a podcast. (laughs) Dietrich, you and your issues about shacking up with your boo thing. That's not helping me (laughs) at all. If I was struggling about shacking up, you you did not, Right, you did not just help me. Yeah. If anything, I'm about to go live with my boo and not be married because I because see of what that you you're saw. successful. And right. then, because of what you said and what you did, and then he tried to go secular music and that was a fail. Yeah, so well, epic. No, but he tried. No, he tried to justify a lot of his actions by saying, "But Lord forgives, but yet you still justify the same thing." And the fact that his wife was pregnant before they got married, but yet you still trying to justify He's it. Trying to justify it makes so, sense. So, is that what you're teaching us now? Is that what we do? Mm-hmm. Like we just justify the 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 sin? We always get defensive. We justify it with. The Lord forgives me. Of course He does. But how much? How 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 much? Yeah, how now how much do we need to rely on that? Now you're yeah. taking advantage. Right. You're taking playing advantage. with fire, doing that because after a while, there's going to be a time where He's going to say, exactly why I'm not going to forgive now. you anymore." Right. You no, know what I'm saying? Right. So there, there's cer- there's certain put buttons. There's cer- certain many times that you can push a button. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and when you go you know. when you go from being known, your 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 you were known for being a minister and a worship leader when you go from that to a reality tv star i'm sorry i i'm starting to question like (laughs) like that to me is that's a that's a downgrade that's not an upgrade like you were doing something to uplift the kingdom now you're doing stuff to just get people all jacked up and confused in the kingdom there are way too many babies in christ that well, we all discern yeah. the differences, and yeah, you're just confusing us. Like, yeah. I mean, luckily you don't confuse me. I'm, I got your number pulled, buddy. Oh goodness! <laughs> just play anyway. it. I, I, whatever. <laughs> so, as always, we gotta wrap this up, y'all. But yeah. of course, we'll have a hot topics part three. I'm sure in the near future. Of course, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. So, thank you Brandon, again, Brandon. Yeah. Back. Thank y'all. I just definitely want to say thank y'all for having me, and thank y'all for allowing me to. Uh, be the CEO, CEO and, and producer and to have this other stuff. And I'm, Boss. I believe in the vision that you guys are dealing with, you know, 
and I'm glad to see this stuff. Well, we think you're awesome, too. Yeah, boss man, you're the man. This is Adam Rio. We are here to just be blessed. Hallelujah. Anyway, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody.